The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. It's a new year with a new set of marketing resolutions and predictions. This episode of the Marketing Mad Men is presented by Elite Web Professionals, a company dedicated to connecting businesses with their ideal customers. What sets Elite Web Professionals apart is their 14 years of experience in implementing straightforward, proven strategies, ensuring not only visibility, but also viral appeal in today's dynamic digital marketplace. Find them at advertisingbusiness.org or on Instagram at chriswilliamsinc. Now it's time for the madness. They say marketing is a madman's game. So now we turn it over to the marketing madman with Nick Constantino and Trip Joe. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here live from the Battery, and it is that time of year. The new year is here. It is da-da-da-da, resolution time. time. Yes. So, um, you know, think about uh, what's going on. We're going we're gonna to talk about business resolutions or... Uh, personal or let's both, just or see let's, uh, let's just see where the wind takes us brother yeah. i think we'll throw some predictions in there um but uh, you know what let's just get this started so i'm gonna throw one out there because this is one that's just pissed me off and i'm gonna get it out there okay i will finally understand how much fraud is involved in digital marketing okay <laughs> and the stats have come out 34% is being thrown in the garbage. No one's even looking. There's no government regulation. There's no regulatory sort. There's no governing bodies that see this. I mean, it is just the Wild West. And as somebody who now hosts podcasts, who has gotten a couple hundred thousand views, I can safely tell you, I have no freaking idea who's listening to this podcast. I have no idea the ad money. It's all in thrown in the ether. So I will finally take the time as a marketer. Now, I get this. I'm speaking on behalf of yeah, our listeners right. and understand just how much fraud there is out there and how many people have their hands out to take a cut of your marketing <laughs> budget. And I will be more cautious, selective and understanding of how I use my digital marketing. I'm reminded of that great movie quote. You want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> You I mean, may not I, be able to I handle to it, but it. you can wrap your you try I to wrap your head around it. No, it. So I, that that is my number one. I really think that as a marketer, everybody should get a better understanding of the ecosystem in which they're placing their money because it's become so much more convoluted. Say yeah. what you will. As a radio station, you have me to put your ads on, control I control the environment, I control the notaries, I control everything. And it goes through the FCC. Yeah, and I think, you know, for me, one of the things from a business perspective is, um, you know, working with our teams is just to make sure that when we do something this year, if we're going to sponsor, you know, a show, a conference, an event, uh, if we're going to make a push with social media, you name it, it it's got to tie into a, a true campaign. This, the one-off stuff has got to stop. And the amount of times that, you know, I see it and look, we've done it of, oh, last minute, yeah, we should sponsor this, you know, slap our logo up or whatever. And nothing, there's nothing behind it. Yeah. There's nothing, you really, you need to lead into it, you need to be there and you need to be at the end. And and it really needs to stop. And that's, that's sometimes I think we try to do too many things and we don't do them well. And it's not just about impressions. It's let's, let's make sure we understand what we're going to get out of our investments. Yeah. I think another one, you're going to continue to see the decline of um, 
you're gonna see the decline of, of, of just linear TV. I mean, when oh. you think about it, if you look back in the day at how many channels there were, 250, you don't need any of those channels. But I also think at the same time, people are getting streaming fatigue because now you need six different streamers and you're paying more than you were for cable in the first place. So I think that's another thing that has to figure, and because money's not free anymore, I think the programming, it's gonna be a lot more garbage throwaway programming and there's not gonna be as much good stuff. So I think people are gonna, the media landscape is gonna change really quickly and it's another thing to keep a close eye on. It's changing dramatically. I mean, uh, I honestly, I can't tell you the last time I went to a theater and a couple, you know, during the holidays, we see all the trailers out there. Um, I would say 80% of the interesting trailers I saw actually were showing on Netflix or yep. Apple. They were not coming to the theaters. Well, ironically, out of all the inflation people talk about, TVs are cheaper than they ever were. You right. could have gotten an 85-inch TV for like $600. Dude, if you're sitting in a small basement with an 85-inch TV and a soundbar that's shooting off the ceiling, why in God's name do you need to go to a movie theater? Well, Maybe for four movies. Unless you're living in your mom or dad's basement, but that's a different story. Well, all right, so as the, as the grown <laughs> adults we speak to on this show as the grown ass adults we speak to on this show an 85 inch TV and a good Atmos soundbar that shoots off the ceiling in a small yeah. dark room you will be as immersed as you will be just about anywhere else unless you're going to IMAX but you're spending 80 bucks to go to IMAX, IMAX. so it's one tenth of the price to do the thing so <clears throat> you're right I think the media landscape and I think it works in favor of some of the more traditional mediums right <clears throat> this radio station has been privately owned for 30 years there's not going to be that much change coming but Odyssey just came out in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. Odyssey is about to go through another bankruptcy. All the radio companies yeah. are going through bankruptcies. You're talking about Paramount and Time Warner potentially mourning. You're talking about Disney spinning off ESPN. I mean, Bally's is bankrupt. The Bally's was supposed to be the next great coming of the RSN. Well, it's gone. Yeah, I mean, they're still wondering what's going to go on with all the um, the media rights deals in Major League Baseball, right? They no, they have no idea. The Hawks just sold ten games. Diamond Sports Bally's just sold it to Hearst to put on regular TV. To right. put on regular TV, sorry, to gray television, to put on regular TV. So on Friday nights, you're going to be able to put your antenna into your TV and watch the Hawks for the first time in 10, 15 years. So <clears throat> another, if we're going to talk resolutions, predictions, it's going to get crazier. Yeah, but resolutions, think, understand the space in which you're advertising. And understand your customer. Okay, so let's, uh, and we're going to go into, well, I'll use baseball again. Drives me freaking crazy that, okay, if you're a baseball fan, um, you know, if let's say you're a Braves fan, obviously. You know, there are certain times you can watch it on Bally. Certain times, oh nope, Apple has this this date. So and so, Fox has this date, and it's like it's made so complicated for the consumer. Yeah, right? com and, complicated. And it's it's, un it's, and it's impossible to keep dollar, track of it. It's a billion. I get it. It's a billion dollar industry, so you have to. Well, there's a lot of rights out there, but so it in the, general, understand your consumer. So the reason is, it is the only thing anymore that people actively seek out to find. Right? If you're watching a game and it's not on, you will search how to find to wear that game. That's not happening for freaking Night Court. Like, right. it's, just, <laughs> it's just not happening for – sports are still the only medium. Now, I will make another prediction slash resolution. I think the valuations of sports are coming to the fever pitch, and I think that's why Mark Cuban sold the Mavericks. Oh. I mean, he bought the team for 260 sold it for $3 billion. To, ironically, Sheldon Addison, who, for those that don't know, owned the Venetian yes. and the Sands Convention Center. But, and he's going <clears> to <throat> get a stake when they eventually 25 percent through, through the casino he, that, that goes that in That dude Dallas. is only selling that because he thinks you've reached the peak. So I think that this, <clears throat> this is going to weigh heavily. And I think the brands, the biggest problem is going to be the brands that have done a good job, like the Braves, establishing a, a brand and establishing themselves will succeed, even if they're on regular television because the demand is there. But some some of those other sports teams are going to get really hurt by this. So another resolution for me, <laughs> you bring it up as a good one, is to put the time to really look at the um, 
one to three year landscape because regardless of what where you are in business, if you think about politics, you think about sports valuations, uh, the general economy, et cetera. Um, I don't know what it is, but there's some things that are about to fall off the pre- precipice. Yeah. Right. And you know, I think it's you know we've we've kind of I don't want to say gotten lulled, but we're post COVID. We things have kind of moved on a certain track. And I think we haven't had that strategic diligence to really look at, you know, what's about to come to its rightful conclusion. Yeah. And in all of our businesses. Yeah. And I think inevitably the pace of change is going to slow down. I think it has to. I think you cannot just be chasing your tail for, for as long as we have been. So I think the pace of change will slow down, which I think will allow the people who have positioned themselves for consistent growth mm-hmm. will be the ones that succeed. And <clears throat> that era of man, we're going to invest in everything. And who cares if we're losing money? It had to eventually come to a halt. And I think fundamental business practices will prevail in 24. I think there will still be headwinds, but I think this will be a much a bigger period of more reserved growth. It will be a the, the, best, the cream of the crop is the ones who succeed. And I think there'll be a lot less noise and startup noise in the marketplace. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there are still, you know, look, and we all can find niche. Live Golf is one of them where it's stupid money. Right. But that's that's not real life. Right. So for most of us and the fact that, you know, interest rates have probably now peaked, you know, that's really changed investment. Right. And so, you know, it can't be just chasing the latest fad. You've got to now have a solid business plan of why you're going after certain markets. Yeah. Yeah. I think some other resolutions for me just in general is be more aware of the locality in which I am in. And I say that because I think things have become more and more hyper-local, even more than they were before. Right now, it's not the state of Georgia. It's not even the city of Atlanta. It's if you live in Roswell. It's what's happening in Roswell. I think politics have continued to divide, but I think we've just desperately seek to to be more active in the community. So I think, especially when you're talking charity work, I think, think local and think what could really make an impact. I think the days of just blindly donating to the Salvation Army are over. I think people want to know the impact that they're having, and I think that requires a more local approach and a more community-based approach. Yeah, I I like the idea of the community. I mean, last year, one of my personal resolutions was to get out, mostly via music, um, to go to venues I hadn't been to ever or uh, hadn't been to in years and years around Metro Atlanta. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think I ended up accounting. I got to about 18 different uh, venues in Atlanta. There's still a couple I haven't been yep. to, um, which I, I, I think the idea of I want to keep exploring our local communities. Yeah. And right? I think New York, I mean, Atlanta is one of those odd cities that it changes so quickly. Like going from Old Fourth Ward to East Atlanta are very different places. Yeah. And they're so close to each other. Going from the, the you know West Midtown by Georgia Tech, going to Virginia Highlands, Highlands. those are very different neighborhoods. And even East Lake to Decatur, my sure. goodness gracious, how fast they change. What is the, you can go to the dairies now, oh, and uh, dairies so and then yep. to uh, Cabbage Town. I mean, those are very unique and different as well. So right, <laughs> And it changes so quickly. Like in, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't change. In New York, from Soho to the financial district, things change. But these are such small areas that things change that I think again like I said it's it's really knowing what's local and where you are like for me one of the thing points of emphasis is learn more about Cobb County we've been here for seven years now this station we're really but Cobb County is a different beast it's very different than Gwinnett County yeah and what I think it goes to where can you make an impact and I think that's what a lot of people want nowadays whether it's your personal life or your business is you know how can you make an impact and, yep. and you're not necessarily okay the braves can make an impact across the whole region but if you're a small business owner um or an individual yeah where can you make an impact whether it's community it's charity it's local restaurant it's you know local business etc yeah. i think that yeah, i think that has become more and more important yeah 
Yeah, I also think that if we're looking in just overall what's going to happen, I think that when you when you take a 30,000-foot view, I think people are going to actually diversify marketing a little more. I think that like the social media, the negativity towards social media, yeah. some of the fraud and programmatic, people are going to, instead of putting all their eggs in one basket, should and will diversify a little bit. And I think that's a really important thing. I know that money yeah. is going to be tighter and everyone's starting to cut back and the ad industry is having its 13,000th doomsday, but I think we're going to see a little bit more of a, a balancing out of the portfolio so people are not, they're hedging their bets a little bit. What if you right. find now that YouTube 30% fraud. Aren't you going to feel like an idiot if 100% of your marketing was in there? Because then you threw 30% of your marketing sure. budget in the garbage. All right, we got uh, 15 seconds each here before the break. Resolutions for the show. Oh, put more time into it. <laughs> put more time into it so we're not winging it every time. We've gotten good at winging it, but I want to put more time and be a little better prepared for every show. You? Uh, mine would be, I want to get um, some guests on that really make us think and have really gone against the grain. Right. And I think, uh, you know, get people to, you to not challenged. just fall. Yeah, we I want to be, be challenged. challenged. Yeah. I think that's something we, I mean, I, we've had great guests. We're going to have to search think, long and hard, hard for anybody to challenge these two geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know where you're going to find them, but. Uh, but it's great. Well, hey, um, you've been listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. We will be right back. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Today, we're, we're doing our New Year's resolutions and New Year's predictions episodes, and you had to have, you can't have a marketing conversation without talking digital. Uh, so we, we brought in our resident expert, Mr. Chris Williams with Elite Web Professionals, uh, and we are going to talk about digital New Year's resolutions and predictions to make sure your business is equipped for business in the new year. Chris, how you doing, bud? Doing excellent. How are you? I'm good, my man. All right, so let's hit it. So. We, 2023, I think, in any sense of the word, was a weird year. Things were, were supposed to happen that didn't. Interest rates hit this peak. Inflation really crept up on us. I think a lot of the industries that saw a huge boom in demand during the pandemic saw a softening of that demand. Absolutely. So some of the techniques that used to exist, some of those SEO techniques wouldn't have been as valuable because there's not as many people searching for it. So SEO becomes Absolutely. that much more important. Um, so talk about right now what resolutions marketers should make as far as SEO and web design go to better position them for this for this new year? I think right now we're going to, you know, with the changing economy, we're going to have to spend more time doing everything we can to generate leads. So, you know, investigating each stage of the lead process, okay. you know, start off where they're just becoming aware of your service. Yep. Talk about when they have intent to buy your service yep. all the way to their, when they make the purchase. And then after the purchase, give them some information after the, uh, the, the buying process as well so that you can nurture that lead, you can gain that lead, nurture that need, and create Yeah, I love it. You're customer. talking about the full funnel. You're talking the full funnel. Absolutely. Because you go from, it's a lead, how do you take it from a lead to the being in the interest set, and then how do you take it into the decision set, and then how do you get it into be a closed thing? And for the longest time, 
the internet really was succeeding at the bottom, and then it started really caring about the top because they wanted Correct. to create those leads. That middle part was the thing that was kind of left out, and that's where thought leadership, content marketing comes into play. Absolutely. So, you know, I think one of the things that I learned from you the last time we spoke was how important video and content has become to Correct. Google's way they do SEO. So, talk about that, and talk about how some of these businesses can position themselves to best take advantage of the algorithms. So in this market, we're looking at all types of videos, whether you're looking at creating a podcast, uh, people are making skits, having fun, and actually adding that content to their website. Social media platforms are powerful. They always will be. But they keep everything in the platform. They don't want you leaving. They want to keep you there. They, they don't want you to leave and go, God forbid you went and made some money. Facebook wants all that money for themselves. Google has introduced web stories. And they want you to quit those stories on your website Got it. now. TikTok, you, directly you, at TikTok. They you, felt the, the, the heat from TikTok and Insta Reels, exactly. so Google wants to get in on the game. Okay. And now you can put it on your website. And so you can generate that same traffic. And the difference is, is that you can now get search traffic from the same post you put on Instagram. You can put it directly on your website, and it will Got generate it. the search traffic you, through your alt text, through your keywords, But and more benefit stuff. now because it's helping you with Google, which people search for business on. No one's searching for business on Facebook. Absolutely. I don't care what anyone says. So and with, with AI, what's happening is... They're able to now uh, transcribe all your videos, and with the age of search and uh, of, of search engines, I believe that they're going to get to a place where they're going to start indexing videos based on the content, content. that's in the video. Which isn't that hard. In theory, the all you're doing is transcribing it, becoming text, Correct. and then you're using the same methods you do now. Exactly. I've also heard, and one it's of the things— It's very complicated to do because but there's once you so get it, much videos, but I think that— when you're talking about, you know, what's the what's future of the search, yeah. I believe that they are going to get to a place where they can actually transcribe the video and say, okay, let's rank this content based off yep. of the information that's provided. Yep. Everything's a one and a zero, right? It's if you have the, the capacity and the bandwidth to do it, then really, and that's what it is, is, you know, I'm not saying there's a limitless number, but man, you know how many ad servers Google has? You know how much bandwidth it takes to transcribe videos in real time, exactly. the amount that they're doing it? Um, <clears throat> well, that's that's huge. I mean, you know, just, just for me personally, like, when you think about it that way, I need to be making more short to perform videos. I was doing it for a little while. Of course, like most people, you get busy, you get caught up. But now because it's so important for SEO, that's a good thing to think about. What about time duration? 60 seconds, right? We're talking 60, 70 seconds at most. You can't okay, be so too that's a great question. It's actually uh, all form content, short and long form, okay? Because some things can't be explained in 60 seconds. So you're, you're going to create fans with your videos. Got it. You know, so you want to create a... You know, if, if it takes 15 minutes to explain or hour to explain, create the full content, give them the full experience, and there will people who will sit down and watch your videos. Yeah. And YouTube will pay you for it. So not yeah. only do you generate traffic right. from people looking for your service, you may generate uh, a, a income, yeah. you know, from, from people, uh, from the views you create. And I think some good advice, for example, this podcast, and one of the things that I've done a poor job of, but realistically, I needed to get good at it first, was this podcast should be a podcast, but it should also be a video. And then that video, you could run through AI that'll break it down to the best 30-second segments and two-minute right. segments. That's so right. all of a sudden, a lot of that tedious work has been pulled out of it. And really, your job is to become a thought leader and make content. The AI take care of the stuff. And that's hard, because a lot of times it was the work. One of the things I said when I started a show was, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to do my own graphics, my own logos. I wanted to do my own web. You know, that's this tedious, long process Very that difficult. with running a real a job, I hate to say, didn't have time for. But now that AI can do a lot of that stuff, there's really no excuses. It's really, are you a thought leader in your industry? And I think that's what Google has done a good job of. And they want thought leaders. They don't want the same garbage that everyone absolutely. puts. They want thought leadership. What's so special about this is everybody has something unique that they bring to their industry and to their to their business, right? So when you when you put your DNA on. AI content in your videos, no matter the, the information you're providing is going to be unique to the person viewing. So you can create uh, new viewers, new content 
And it's going to fall upon fresh ears because that person who has not heard explained the way that you've done done it um, makes that information so much better for them. So much better. Now they can engage. And I also think that numbers and statistics are important here. And I think personally we've done a terrible job of teaching people statistics in schools. Mm -hmm. There are so many people that are the right market for your content in mm -hmm. almost any field that you're in, right? right? When you think about marketing, you think it's niche. Do you know how many people are involved in marketing in just Atlanta alone? Probably a million people Probably. just in marketing, in just form. in some form, just in, so mm -hmm. I think the more niche you get, the easier it is at first, but the harder it is in the long term because there's less people making it and it's less competitive, but it's also a smaller audience that would ever watch in the I first like, place. I like what you said there. I, I like to tell my customers that you don't need a thousand clicks to get a customer, you only need one. And what I mean by that is, is that when you create your content, talk to an, one of your customers, your ideal customer, talk to that customer with your content. And likely, if they've done business with you, someone else, just like that client, will see the information you create, and that click is all it takes for them to get a call. So I've, I've had, you know, clicks where, you know, 15 websites that get 15 clicks in a day, and they generate four or five phone calls, which is insane. You don't think you, you know. Yeah. And then there's days where you probably have 80 clicks that do zero phone calls. So Absolutely. It's a, you got to play the long yeah, game. Yeah, so it's, it's really about, you know, creating that content. I, I will say this, you know, we're talking about 2024. But I, what I would like to tell, like, everyone to know about what you're doing with your SEO this year, we need to go back and optimize our old content on our website. Um, you know, this, you know, they, they are rewarding old pages uh, with with new traffic on with uh, with SEO right now. So if you have great content, if you optimize that content, make it better, bring it to 2024, because it's an old page, that traffic is still getting good search. Now it has to be evergreen, right? You don't want, you can't be talking about the World Series from 2012. It has Absolutely. to be evergreen content. Well, and I'm, I'm talking to, to service-based businesses. Sure. If you have, a, if you have a, you know, many times people will create a website one time, set it, forget it. Sure, but you can't put up again. a video about how to do do basement repairs in the era of COVID because it's not Correct. topical. No one wants to Absolutely. see that that part's over. So it's got to be an evergreen conception. You can't also put, you know, back in the day, windows from 1974 because those are very different windows than they are now. So it has to be evergreen and relevant content. Content, but it can still be older content. Absolutely. And people so, usually forget about that, right? They're right. just kind so, of led by the boy. So, you, you know, your homepage, your bodice page, your services, your individual, you know, unique service that you offer. Let's go in there and optimize that information. Let me give you an example of what you can do. So why, why don't we add a commonly asked questions to your services page? So put, you know, the what, what is the five most commonly asked questions? Sure. Uh, put a uh, and that's good for indexing FAQs because people look for those questions. So in theory, you're absolutely. indexing to catch those questions. And so Got that it. and that would just make that that same page that you had that much more engaging, you know. Or add a video to that page. Um, you can add pictures. You know, this is something called schema markup. Just go back into those pages that you've had on your website you haven't touched in years, and let's optimize that page again. Um, the next thing that we need to do is we need to start adding new content. Now I like to say SEO is simple. Um, I don't mean easy, I mean simple. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, what we need to do is think about what the person who's looking for our service is looking for and add it to our website. Um, so, you know, of course, that that just going to take time, take effort. Sure. But just think about what are they searching for and then create a blog post about it, create a yeah. video, and um, you'll see more traffic.
that starts with knowing your customer base Absolutely. and knowing what they're looking for. And those are old pr- principles of marketing. Those are not new ones. So understanding your customer, who they are, what they want, what services, maybe what makes you the most money. Because ultimately, why are you driving them to loss leaders? You want to drive them to the things that are making the most money. So I think that those things have not changed. It's just the vehicle has changed. And the SEO vehicle and how they're going to a website, you know, still to this day, I still see websites that just do not even describe what they do. They don't have calls for an estimate. There's no call to action. That's and right. they're just there to be a page. And I get why they did it. I forget, like, their uncle was like, oh, you really need a website. So they put up a website. Mm-hmm. But, you know, talk now as we transition. As important as SEO is, I think the format of your website and what you have on the website is as important, right? Because the SEO is triggered based on how the website is structured. So Absolutely. talk a little bit about that. Um, so you want to structure your website, you know, when you're get, just getting into the game, we're talking about creating a new website. Look at what your competitors are doing. You know, yeah. the standard is going to remain the standard. So the authoritative websites in your industry are going to have the uh, structure that you'll need to, to, to copy and yeah. put on your website. So Imitation is the finest form of flattery. You know, uh, and in and, and reality, they're, they're going to probably talk about the things that you need to address in your site as well. So start there. Then, you know, make sure that you're adding what makes you unique. Talk about, okay, this is how we do it differently. And highlight those things that people come to you for every day that separates you from your competitors. And that's what, how you'll be able to generate that first page traffic. Yeah, I love that. Everybody's so, saying the same thing. Say something different. So let's set up an example. So you, you helped me design my website. Much appreciated. So one of the things I'm thinking Beautiful about. Site. <laughs> one thing I'm thinking about, I, I'm not biased or anything, but uh, <laughs> is, is, all right, so we got the podcast. So what I'm going to do, I took some video. I'm going to put the video as a 90-second YouTube clip, upload it, give it its own window, and then put a blog description of what it was right underneath it. Right? Excellent. So you see it, then you have a written description, and then it goes to a podcast. If I do that every week, in theory, mm-hmm. it should help my SEO, correct? Absolutely. Okay. So go into that how a home improvement company, for example, or any business can do something like that so we have real world examples of how they can help do something. Okay, so, okay, real world example, you want to take your website, you want to build out the fundamental pages, home, about us, services, unique services. I recommend putting your main service in your header menu just because that's going to be the most searched keyword. So add that in your header menu, include a blog for sure, uh, testimonials may be in a contact page. Depending on your industry, you may actually have someone, an events or something like that as well. From there, you're going to need to target the service areas that you that you want to address. So if you're in uh, Atlanta, target all of the cities around uh, around your location that are relevant to that, that you would like to service as well. OK, once you've done that, now you're going to start talking, look, thinking about the things that the people are searching for. So you can use blogs, right. videos, and then you can create interactive tools to answer those needs as well. So an example of interactive tool, if someone is looking up a, a, a home to buy. You go to a website, it has a beautiful home. You see this house is gorgeous. Right. First thing you're going to look for is what? Mortgage calculator. You're going to go in there and see, okay, well, all right, so if I put 20, right. 20% because down. Even if you're not buying it, it is an interactive tool that brings you, you further need down. To know, I need the to know funnel. exactly I I, how much this house is going to cost. So now you're going to put the, your information in. So then you're going to say, okay, before we get this. And they might plug their information 10 times before they actually buy, but you're taking somebody from a lead to exactly. the interest to the decision. But, but check this out. So when they start, put, they, they start engaging with your tool, they, you'll say, well, give me your name and address. Are you gonna not give me your name and address and not use? It? Yeah, of course, yeah. Give me, I give you anything you want. Now you they like, become content and marketers. Now you, you have email information, right? Yeah. So you create tools on your That's website. That's where the newsletter comes in, for example, right? Absolutely. Subscribe for you like what you see. Subscribe to a newsletter, and you're you're almost. We, we say call to action. You are trying to dictate action from mm-hmm. one step to the next. You heard about me? Mm-hmm. Hey, 
check my newsletter. Oh, you like my newsletter? Oh, here's what I sell. Oh, you like what I sell? Here's how we can meet one-on-one to close it. So you're trying to use your website to bring them down the sales funnel until you get it to a close date. And you don't know where they are, but you're going to create content on your website to address them at any stage of that uh, sales process that they're in. And I think that, you know, a lot of people want to only target people when they're ready to buy. And unfortunately, that's not the, that's not you, the, but you're talking with everybody in. else though. Exactly. That, that's, and it's a fun, it's funny cause we talk about this in radio all the time, right? Mm-hmm. During t- the pandemic, everybody was rushing to do all these home improvements. So you see all this spike in demand because so many people are going to search for something. So home. there was plenty of room there for Google to allocate and say, oh, all of you can get some love and some leads. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, if that all stopped, you're not creating your own demand. So it's back to creating your own demand. What are you doing at the top of the funnel to mm-hmm. create the demand to bring somebody into the decision set? And mass media, billboards, those are really good tools. One Absolutely. of the things I talk to Dan about all the time Dude, SEO works better if everybody knows you by name and is looking for you. If Google sees a whole bunch of people searching for all four seasons, you don't think they're going to rank you higher? They, they did that because they've seen you elsewhere. You establish a brand and a reputation for yourself, which, again, that is, you know, so how do you tell somebody who hasn't done that? What advice do you give them now, as important as that is? Because what happens is they're like, oh, well, that just cost me more money. You can take a bottom of a click, of a paper click, and say, oh, I can generate revenue off of that. But then again, you're not creating that top of funnel demand. So how, what do you recommend they can do with SEO, with website, on the internet, to create that demand at the top of the funnel? Well, listen, you, you said a lot there. Everything you said is true, I agree with. You definitely need to build a brand. And the way that you can build a brand right now, you have YouTube, create a podcast. Uh, you know, you cre- have fun with it. Do something yeah. that you enjoy to do. Yeah, you know, that's that thought leadership, right? right just, you don't just do it to do it. You do it with an intention of making yourself an expert in the subject because your competitors probably aren't doing it. No one does it like you do. Yeah. Yeah, nobody knows it like you do. So present yourself as the expert and let, let the fans decide. Let the people decide, right? And that's where people will, you know, may not be interested now. Right. But as they continue to see what you're able to do, how you do it, what makes you special, they may say, you know what, let me let me look into this a little bit more. Yeah. Now you get them into your website, and right. now they... It might not be the right time to buy. Half exactly. the time is catching them at the right time to buy, but if you're not constantly in front of them, then you could also miss out on the right time to buy. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and there's other things. You know, I mean, that that's what ad, paid ads are for, right? So you're going to create the paid ads in, you know, your, your Google AdWords, your social media posts, and radio here. You know, we do radio, yeah. television advertising, like... The more money you spend on marketing is not wasted when you have it protected with SEO because right. when they search for your name or when they search right. for a variation of your name because, you know, we, what I've seen my, from my clients, people will misspell your company name. Right. <laughs> and if you if you don't have SEO, someone who will take a... Right, they'll just pay for the one-letter change because they know you're doing it and then realistically it costs nothing to pay those keywords. Well, okay, so let, let me let's, let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's say, for example, you actually have a keyword in your company name, which most people do, right? So yep. you have, you're an electrician, so you put, you know, Mr. Electrician in your name, Mr. Electrician Atlanta, right? Well, if you, if somebody just type in the electrician Atlanta, they forget the Mr., well, you know, that could be a challenge for your business right. or, they, or they, they forget the, the R, Right. put M, right. Um, right. Electrician Atlanta, right? So if you don't have SEO, that could be a challenge for your business. And now the marketing you put on your billboards and television could be a potential lead for someone else. So, you know, those are types of things that are included with your link building, with your content that you're yeah. adding in your website. And it just, the, the more pages on your site, the more information that's linked to you from other directories and you other websites, the, that's how Google is able to... Uh, recognize the search intent of a user typing in a name of a business and tying it to you. So I'll give you an example. So when I started 
doing the show, right? We got some really fast traction, podcast, website, LinkedIn page, and LinkedIn generated a lot of it, but I remember I used to Google my name and I wouldn't even show up in the top. Now, every single time you write Nick Constantino, and it is not an uncommon name, there's a lot of them out there, mm -hmm. I'm always number one because Google has such an inundated amount of content and it's indexed me as more important to the searchers mm -hmm. than most people are. Now, I'm in Atlanta, it could be relevant because I'm in Atlanta, but that didn't happen before I had this index of content that I was putting out there. Well, you know what, you may not, you may find it hard to believe, my, my name is kind of common too, Yeah, uh, Christopher Williams. So, um, yeah, if you look up Christopher Williams SEO, you'll see my, me come up um, on the first page of Google as well. But, you know, that's something that, you know, you if you target you and do well for, in, in our industry, it can be very viable. And, but realistically, it's no different, right? Yourself, you're a brand. Yep. These, your business is a brand. That's what this is the concept of brands. And I think one of the mistakes people make is they look at SEO. And I'm not saying, look, SEO is marketing, but I think SEO is more important than marketing. I think SEO is operational. And I think if you think of it as part of your operations and take your mind out of the fact that it's marketing, it becomes mm -hmm. a little easier to understand why you have to do it consistently and invest the right money in it. Um, <laughs> somebody calls it you community. Have mixed, you have mixed thoughts on I, that. Well, one, I'll tell you this. Some people, someone calls it community service, and I, I find it a, a very creative name, right? Because when you, when you, sometimes you're talking to people who may never be a customer, right? But you're helping them get information right. that can actually save them money, right. that can save them from a nightmare, like that can that. save them from getting ripped off, right? So you're, you, you're, you may not get paid for everything that you I create like on your website, right? I like it. But you are adding value like to it. the community. You're I, helping you could also people. call it customer service because you're making their purchase easier, and that's customer service, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You're making their purchase easier. I like that. That's a good way to say it. So <laughs> SEO is community service and customer service. <laughs> not of, marketing, part not part operations. Of SEO is, 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 part of SEO is definitely community service. You're, you're, a little bit everything. You're, you're giving um, you know, it, 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 with the intent to inform, to teach, um, to nurture, and um, in the end, you know, you'll always win. Yeah. So let's make some predictions. We got about four minutes left. So I'll start off. So one of my predictions is the cover is going to come off on some of these fraudulent um, agencies and some of these fraudulent activities. Like, for example, it's coming out now that the programmatic advertising, audio, video, whatever it is, 30% of it is just absolutely wasted fraud. I think this is the first time that that cover is coming back and people are starting to realize that there's bad actors everywhere and that when everybody has a hands out for a cut, that there's bound to be some waste. So I think that is the first, this will be the first, the real year that you're going to start to see those stories really uncover themselves um, and that's Absolutely. good for the industry because it's going to weed out some of that fraud but it's going to be really hard for people to pal the fact that they've been throwing 30 percent in the garbage for the past couple of years mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out and how it affects trust that people have in digital advertising absolutely i, I predict that um agencies uh, are going to need to you utilize video uh podcasts for example to uh bring life to their blogs Blogs are not going to be enough in 2024. You're going to actually have to add additional ways for people to, to consume your information. And, um, you know, we're going to have to be creative to make sure that people can follow and learn uh, the information that we're sharing. And um, that's going to, it's going to be a total game changer. Yeah. Year. Yeah. I think this will also be the year as a prediction wise that you get to your absolute top of SEO understanding. I think that everyone that has forgotten about it now all of a sudden is going to know about it and I think that it is going to be good for the industry because I think SEO works even if you're a home improvement let's say you're a garage door company right the fact that you're doing SEO still helps all the other garage door companies because the industry is getting more relevant so I think this is going to be the year where everyone who's not been aboard I don't know how there are people that have it finally get aboard. I think that it helps because 
we start creating more people searching for the service. The more people who talks about it, we create we create more awareness, more intent. For the vertical, right? yep. And so now everyone comes back looking for more information and wherever you are ranked, you do generate more traffic. And so that's why it's important to make sure that you create your content for every person that's um, yeah. buying what you do. Yeah, what else? Anything, any else thoughts on SEO? What kind of shenanigans Google's gonna pull? What do you, anything else? Well, this year, you know, this in the past two or three months, we've seen a lot of shifting. We've had updates from Google for the, you know, for the past two or three months you know, almost every week where there are, you know, major shifts. And I, I predict- You're talking about the algorithm, the search algorithm? I mean, <clears throat> I'm talking about volatility. People are just, their sites are going up and down. And I, I'm going, you're going to see a lot of people who've been playing, you know, dirty ball in, in SEO. They're going to start seeing some 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 changes in rank, ranking. So, you know, this year is going to be the year you're going to want to clean it up. Now that Google has AI as well. So they right. can go to, to right. through your website and see, you know, those tactics that, that may not right. be, you know, white hat. And it's probably AI that's flagging it right now. AI- Exactly. is not funny, but they're flagging it and they're having someone to review, manually review the process and make sure that there's nobody taking advantage of this. Right, because before you actually had to have a manual action on your website, a, a, a person would have to come to your site and see, oh, yeah, they're, they're up to stuff. And flag not. it themselves. So now you have, you know, uh, uh, you know, at scale, AI that can go through a website. So I think that this year, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes, a lot more updates, and the, the with the intent of making search better. Because, you know, all people just taking and putting a prompt in, in ChatGPT yeah. and, and publishing it, is just is not going to be effective at uh, uh, effective content. So Google's going to have to find a way to extract, you know, BS content. To, yeah, to, 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 I love to it. And I think the ranking. easiest way to sum that down for everybody: we're too worried about the outputs, worry about the inputs. That's right. It, what goes into it? It's not what comes out of it. It's what's going into it because ChatGPT can only process information that it has. So what you're putting into your website is going to affect your output. Don't worry about the output. Worry about the input. Remember to add your DNA to it. You Love know, it. If, you, if you're going to let uh, ChatGPT help you with your content, add what makes your business special. Don't be a sheep. Add, add, your, add your special your services. Your flavor. Your flavor. As I, I, like I love it. All right. Well, that's some great advice for people. Hopefully, you take heed of this. Uh, change it because issues is going to change real fast. Google's coming, and they're going to change it. You've been listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. Thank you, Chris Williams. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy, First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here. We just finished up with Mr. Chris Williams talking about all the things that you can do 
to better suit your digital marketing, your SEO, your pay-per-click for the new year. Um, it is such a big part of marketing these days, it needed its own segment. So we talked a lot of technical stuff, a lot, a lot of technical. So let's just make some just wild-ass stupid predictions about everything else in the world. So we brought Flounder aboard. Uh, he's going to start us off. He's got that political insight. So Flounder, start us off with some crazy stuff, Abu. Uh, bef- uh, one of the predictions I think is Georgia is going to be one of the front runners in what's going on in the 2024 election. I think uh, a lot more is going to come out with what happened in 2020 with what Brad Raffensperger and things like that. And I think I don't think it's going to affect anything based on 2020, but I think it could have a good outcome with 2024. So uh, <coughs> no question. It's a great yeah. one. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was saying no question. I think we're going to be at the forefront of uh, the overall election. But um, how much let's let's take it to the state level. Uh, how much do you think that's going to impact, you know, the local politics yeah, or our, you know, Congress? You know, obviously, we've got redistricting and things like that. But how is it going to impact you? think? I, I mean, I would hope it would unite the GOP in Georgia. I mean, we're still although we have two you know, Democratic senators, we're still a red state. Yeah. So I think what you're seeing more on the ground level is the education, things like that, where you're starting to see, as Neil Bort says it, you know, you're starting to see more indoctrination in government schools, and I think parents are seeing that. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> you're going to see a major shift, whether it's home education, private schools, well, or things like out, that. I'm going to throw out my school conversation again, okay. I think it's relevant here. The problem is not indoctrination. The problem is our kids are stupid. The problem is our kids are not learning how to read and write and do math they're and learn t- school because they're yeah. being too distracted with other stuff. So I think if you go with that Education, message, I yeah. think it will go across the board. I think we got to – I agree that we're teaching the wrong things. Get but I don't DEI think, and stuff I don't like think that we have to go to into what we're, what we're t- teaching is not what's relevant, what we should be teaching, which is we're, we're coming out with no knowledge of credit skills, scores. We don't know about skills. compounding interest. We yeah. need to get these kids to live life. prepared yeah. for life, and that's what we're failing at. So I think this is one of those really good across-the-aisle things things if it can be voiced that way i would like to see politics taken out of this and talking away we got to get these kids out of school prepared anything and, but that stuff is a distraction on either side of either party either, yeah is and, a distraction and when religion when be if out of it, ever you know we talked about what are what are the implications of life choices the complications of what happens if you get a dui what happens if you get an assault or something else and spend but then, time. But then someone's going to flip out. You're teaching my kid about a DUI. Someone's going to flip out the other but way. But that's life. Uh, and unfortunately, <laughs> I think we have to do that. So I'm going to switch. All right. Uh, I'm going to get away from politics no, I'm, and I'm, I'm going to go to sports. That. And hometown, you heard it from me first. The Hawks will trade Trey Young in 2024. Okay. So DeJounte Murray's extension would lead me to believe that. It would be one of the biggest mistakes they ever have. No superstar wants to come here. They would be building a, a team of floundering 8, 9, 10 seed, which they currently are. Which they are, but I they're not, think, they're not, I don't think they're going to win with him. So the, my the problem is going to be that they will not go over the cap. The only way to win the yep. NBA these days is get your team in a position and then get yep. one superstar to go above the cap, win for a year or two, and then know you're done with it. And they will, wrestle will not do that. That's the problem. I don't think they trade they trade Trey Young, but I think they will be a perennial 7 through 10 seed, which is awful. Well, I, I would rather him trade and try and break it down and, and move move it again. According, That's to, my Sha- according to Shaquille O'Neal, verbatim, the reason nobody NBA star wants to come here is all of their baby mamas are in Atlanta. Ooh. I think Ooh. Shaq on that one. Atlanta is such an urban market. You'd think more people would want to come here. When it Shaq comes, when it comes to the Hawks or even the Falcons, for that matter. Well, it's you know they they do say what is it the um, the Atlanta the Buckhead flu. That's why yeah, uh, yeah. the home the home win record is so good for opposing against opposing uh, teams. I'll, I'll stay on sports then. <laughs> the Falcons make the playoffs next year and make a pretty deep run. <clears throat> I think that with, team with is, who's the coach? 
uh, I think Arthur Smith gets one more year, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I think they draft a quarterback, and I think they put they it together. To. And I think the faith that Arthur Blank puts in him and the team motivates them to get over the hump. I think they rework the offense. They got Bijan the ball more. I still think they need a down-the-field threat because right now they don't have anyone to take the top off of it. But I think that team is built. But they need a quarterback. That I mean, team yeah, is built. They need a quarterback. But I think Justin Fields, if we can lend him, would yeah. do wonders for this team. No I think Russell the team Wilson? Built, I think oh, Russell Wilson. God, do, no. would do, I think Russell Wilson, for two years, if it's at a, di- a discount, I would take him over Heineke or, or Riddler any day. Any day. True, any, any but day. That, that's your plan C. Yeah, because I, I truly I think that's Plan C. Yeah, but how much do you think Justin Fields is going to want on his extension? How much do you think any draft picks do you think you're going to get up for him? If you get Russell Wilson for fifteen million dollars, I would take Russell Wilson with my uh, eyes closed, uh, see what the team has, give it to, our, to Arthur Smith for another year. Uh, keep it on the note, okay? Uh, I don't think Georgia wins the SEC next year. I think Ole Miss wins the SEC. I think Georgia going to Texas and Alabama for the first year is going to make it really hard to win. However, they get in, and I actually think Georgia is at least in the Final Four next year. But they're they're going to go to the twelve. Yeah, they'll uh, be right. in the final so four because they get yeah. in. So they're they, not going to be. They they're not going to win games. the SEC, but, but they're not going to win the SEC. I mean, they got Bama, they got Texas, they got Clemson, they got They can easily lose two games and still get in the top twelve. I, I, I think you're going to see a lot of changes because of what happened in this year's bowl games with not. I mean, Kirby Smart said it best. College football has to fix this. Yeah, it was embarrassing. I think twelve, I think 12 in, teams. Will I, 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 I agree. Games. But what do you do with the opouts and things like that? Because that well, we got to get, rid, we gotta get rid of forty-five bowl games. It's, well, it needs to be like thirty-five. Well, I you mean, just don't, don't open the transfer portal until uh-huh. the bowl games are after, over, yeah. Yeah. and after. you don't have the opt-out date. You make it much earlier, so they have to decide right away if they're in or out. Because what happens is you don't want two days before people opting out. That's what killed the ratings. It wasn't that people opted out; is they opted out two days before. That's what kills you. So the opt-out period is two or three. Days after it, and you end the the transfer portal. You you wait. You open that later. Those are easy fixes. But I again, I do think Georgia will be in the playoff. But I do not think that they will in the SEC. All right. What else uh, we got? Well, let's talk pop culture. What else? All right. There, uh, Ta- I think Taylor Swift mania will end. We will, will not have, be the same way it's been going. Well, will Travis and her break up? Who I, cares? It doesn't I, matter. I, I hate to say this one, but I think we're going to have another snow apocalypse this uh, winter. So that means, Trip, are you going to – so let's – if it is apocalypse, let me ask you this personal question. I wasn't here for it. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I wasn't here for it. It was bad. It won't be that bad. But that we means, will shut down for, t- if for it's two days. That means I'm allowed to drive my car, and if I'm stuck, <laughs> go to my car, punch you in the face, throw you out, take your car, and leave if it's better. Isn't that what apocalypse implies? That it's a free-for-all, every man for himself? So well, that will one I be allowed funny. to do that? Yeah, yes. I was. I was on 85 for 16 hours. I would I would kill somebody. I would get out of my way. I would get in a car and I would drive off in someone else's car if that was the case. That's insanity. That should never happen. Again. I, wa- I watch people I, get out of their car and abandon them on eighty five and just start walking. I, I, have, was, a, was, I was just have a bad feeling we're going to have a well. The two real bad feeling storm. is I think twenty twenty four is going to be the year of UFO revelations. I, think. I don't think that's a bad thing, bro. I, there's, not, UFO, there's there's aliens out there. I don't know where they are. I just came back are. from New Mexico. There's They're no all way. over. They're in, oh, here right right now. They're in here right now. I if might you, be I've, one. I've driven up to Area 51 in Vegas. There, something went <laughs> down there. There it is. There's no denying the amount of security and what they have there. Something went down there. So I think that's a great prediction. I think if you follow the trends of what's happening, I think it's been they're slowly leaking information to because make it not as unjarring, okay. to make it less jarring to everybody. Uh, what about food? What do we think? Some food, some trends in food and beverage are. I think that we're going to get a lot more Michelin stars in Atlanta next year. I think the first yeah. guide left a lot of people out that should have been in. Miller Union is one that comes to mind automatically. There's a lot of restaurants that were left out that need to be put into the Michelin guide, and I think it will change the culinary scene in Atlanta. I think uh, barbecue will hit a renaissance to that point. I think barbecue has kind of been on the back burner, and I think you're, you're going to see um, that come back in 2024 in Atlanta. 
Yeah, there's a, apparently there's one that's open that's a Vietnamese barbecue spot that blends those two together. So I think yeah. you're right, but I don't think I think the Texas type barbecue that was that started here is going to oh, be gone. I, I think it, I think it's going to be it's going to be more fusion influence. But I truly I think the idea of we're back in outdoors, we're back community. We were talking about before. I think the concept of barbecue and taking it to the next level, I think, is ready to pop. Yeah, I think that non-alcoholic drinks are going to trend up for a little while, and people are going to realize that that's boring as can be, and they're going to go back to drinking booze, and we're going to see a re- renaissance of alcohol also. I think these trends of the beer is being grossly over-exaggerated. I think you're going to see some yeah. of the top of, of liquor industry be hurt, right. and people are going to come down a little bit. I think that opens up to more people, though. And the last one, not to jinx us, but to close the show out, so the Braves will be in the World Series. I won't make a prediction beyond that, but they will be in the World Series. I can agree with that, yes. Right. The Braves will win the World Series. I, yeah, I, I'm right. going to leave that. And with the that, Dodgers, the Dodgers have to blow. The Dodgers have to blow it. Otani not pitching yeah. is not helping. He's going to get hurt. You're going to realize you're paying the guy 600 million dollars to hit 40 home runs, which is just insanity. He'll, they'll yeah. sell a lot of jerseys. The Dodgers will make their money back, and then some. Braves win the World Series. And with that, you've been listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. We'll talk next week. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.